previously on the Hometown Sounds podcast. My laptop was busted, but I got it fixed. Yay! Yay! Back in action. Nice. Back in the saddle. Man. The podcasting saddle. Thank God for that. Yeah. Actually, I, Paul, I think if we were on a uh, a vehicle... No, like what I mean is like an animal of transport. Uh-huh. Gotta be a camel. Really? Yeah. I mean, double humps, mm-hmm. two seats. Yep. You and me, buddy. <laughs> Traipsing across the desert, showing the Middle East DC music. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, this new music we have this week from Priests. Your own hometown sounds. White Castle, Pizza Hut, and even Applebee's is a lyric from that song, The Seduction of Kansas, by Priests. 
Welcome back to the Hometown Sounds Podcast. We show you how DC rocks. I'm Paul Vodra. I'm Tony Pareco. Yeah. So brand new single from Priests. Very, very different than we have heard from Priests in the past. Yeah, less less screamy. Yep. Less dissonant. A lot more disco, a lot more dance punk. Yeah. Very interesting stuff. Very. <laughs> and uh Paul and I just watched the video. Yeah. But it's quite the video. There's a uh, GL Jaguar yep. getting chloroformed. Yep. There's backgammon. There's whispering into statues' ears. Uh, Very David Lynch. Yeah. David Lynch meets Dallas? Yes. That's a good way to put it. Directed by Katie Alice Greer, the singer, uh, with uh, cinematography from Drew Haglin, who is in the band Cigarette and has done a lot of music videos that we've run on the website. By the way, The Seduction of Kansas, gosh, that's a lot of confidence. I can't even seduce a man a woman or non-binary person, and but to seduce a whole state, that's uh, that's impressive. Yes, indeed. That's the title track from the upcoming album of the same name, which is out April fifth via Priest's own label, Sister Polygon Records. It was recorded over two weeks in Dallas and produced by John Congleton. Whoa, oh, who's yeah. worked with tons of big name artists, including Saint Vincent and Angel Olsen, and they are touring the world nonstop, March through July. I counted one by one on the Pitchfork article announcing this album. I counted 57 tour dates. Oh, my God. Row by row by row. Wow. You can catch them June 15th at 930 Club. Dang. Uh, And Priests, cool one, they're the one DC band who gets their own Pitchfork news stories. I can't think of any others, really. Mm. And uh, the two... Uh, they are fiercely political and mm-hmm. do a great job of it. Katie Ellis Greer, in an op-ed she wrote for Pitchfork, entitled Every Day is a Woman's March, the way your attention, your time, and your dollars are directed can all be part of resistance to the normalization of authoritarianism. And, quote, all kinds of women are left behind every day by the twin-crushing machines of racist capitalism and toxic masculinity. Uh, strong, true words in this very uh, difficult time politically. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. But let's uh, let's 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 keep things focused on the positive. This this episode I have described to Paul as the prestige episode of Hometown Sounds. Yeah, I think that our, our brand, if we have a brand uh, as Hometown Sounds, we like to dig deep and find you the the stuff that's really just bubbling up, the underdogs. Yeah, and sometimes. We consider something, we consider it for the podcast, and we decide, you know what? Everybody's already heard that by now. We want to we want to dig deep. And somehow for this episode, a number of things all came in at the same time that are pretty high profile, and we just decided to put them all in one episode for you. We're just going to lean into it. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah. Yeah. So because, th- you know, there's a lot of people, I assume that a lot of people already knew that there was a priest album coming out, that there was this new video, that they'd heard the single. But you know what? I might be completely wrong about that. I'll bet, for example, I bet my dad hasn't heard the new priest song and he listens to the podcast. Oh, come on. <laughs> no no fair. <laughs> there, but there's a lot of people, I think, uh, who who maybe, you know, saw it but never heard the song and we want to get the song in your ears for uh, for everything. So that's what we're going to do on this episode is play you the bangers. And we have uh, another great song coming up for you next. This is a brand new single from Manila Killa.
my hot take on that song, All to You, is extolling on the virtues of generosity. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. That was a brand new single from Manila Killa. As Tony said, it was called All to You. Manila Killa is the stage name of Chris Gavino. He was one half of the duo Hotel Garuda, who we featured uh, on the podcast in 2016 with their song Smoke, Smoke Signals. Signals. Just remember that off the dome. Yeah, dig it. Uh, Hotel Garuda is now a solo act, as is Manila Killa. We last featured Manila Killa on the podcast in 2015 with a remix he did of Bearson's song Pink Medicine. This is the third single released from Manila Killa's upcoming solo EP, which is called 1993. And uh, we're guessing that that is the year of his birth. Man, I, I mean, know. like Taylor Swift did it first with 1987. Yeah. Which just also makes me bummed out because <laughs> like I was born in 86. Yeah. Uh, I still remember 1993 pretty well. I, uh, that was the year I went to college. That was so long. Yeah. Oof. Paul, I'm old. I, I was seven. Yeah. Well, and, and I bring this up every now and again, but yep. like, what if you go into college met seven-year-old me? Yeah, we, I don't know if we would have gotten along as well as we do now. <laughs> All to You features Sarah Skinner on vocals. She is a producer and songwriter from L.A. And we'd like to tell you that Manila Killa has planned an 11-stop tour for this EP. And its first show is right here in D.C. at U Street Music Hall on April 26th. And tickets are on sale now. And you should grab them because uh, that was really good. And I bet that's going to sell out. And we have more bangers for you on this all-banger episode of the Hometown Sounds podcast. Next up, brand new advanced single from Mr. Aaron Abernathy. Which begin, 
want you again, the brand new single from Aaron Abernathy. This is the advanced single from Ab's new solo album, which is perfectly titled Epilogue. It is out on January 28th and available to pre-order now on Bandcamp. So uh, it's perfectly titled because the previous two albums were were entitled Dialogue and Monologue, respectively. Mm-hmm. So kind of rounding out the trilogy. Yep. So this is what I was thinking about. Uh, I like to refer... Well, I, when I say like, I mean, I just came up with this. But I like Colin, uh Aaron Abernathy's jams, abs. Yeah. He's like, he's got abs. Like, <laughs> you know, he's fit. Yep. These songs are cut. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, we featured Ab's debut single, Bachelorette, from his album Monologue back in 2016. Then in 2017, we featured the single Children of the City from the album Dialogue. We also got to host Ab and his live band, Nat Turner, on the Kennedy Center's Millennium Stage back in January of 2017. Um, this apparently is an album about restoration after heartbreak. Nothing like catharsis. Yes, indeed. Nothing like music to help you through it. Yeah. All right, Paul. I want to talk to you. I mean, yeah, I'm just changing gears right now. Do it. Paul, like, what's up with you and Black Mirror? You you said that you've watched, like, the British episodes? Yes, I've watched the first two seasons, like, before Netflix got it, and it was just a BBC show. Uh, and I have not gotten to watch the rest of it yet. I really, I mean to. I, well, but- the, other, the other thing is, okay, I kind of feel like, in terms of you and me and entertainment, with, yeah. with, with TV specifically, I feel like now we are oceans apart. Probably that's true. Because you consume TV shows in like the quantities of vitamins <laughs> in terms of watching like one episode of Game of Thrones a night. Yeah. Whereas, you know, you've got another two seasons of Black Mirror to, to get back in on. And also the uh, Black Mirror movie Bandersnatch. Right. Which everybody's talking about. Yeah. And which uh, which actually like, oh, man. I was house sitting when I tried to watch it for the first time, mm-hmm. but the house had an old Roku and didn't support the interactivity. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. So instead you got this cheery montage of so sorry and just like clips from the show of people smiling. <laughs> That's creepy. So first off, yeah. how do you feel about interactive content? I mean, I feel like when you're going to watch a show, a TV show or a movie, I think... I'm, we're all just so used to just sitting back and letting it happen however the director and writer uh, intended it to happen. And so the the idea of interactivity, it's different. And obviously, like, it's gotten a lot of uh, press. You know, people are talking about it. But I don't know if I, if I want it because if you go through it and you, you say, okay, well, I'm going to pick this one and then later I'll pick this one and then later I'll pick this one and then you get to an end and then... You think, well, what about all the other stuff that I didn't even see? And then you got to go watch it again. Well, an exception to this was if you just let Bandersnatch keep rolling, it eventually shows you all the other footage that Interesting. It, it, you missed. All right. But this brings us back to sort of the premise for the movie of it being sort of similar to a choose your own adventure novel. Right. Now, did you ever read Choose Your Own Adventure novels? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Now, but what's funny is that for the visual medium, you don't like this concept of choice. No. But for books, you, I, I sensed a bit more enthusiasm. Well, at least for uh, young adult books. I was all about it when I was a young adult reader. They scared me. Oh, really? Oh, I remember 
turning to page 138 and being like, you fall down a rope ladder and die. And I was like, oh, what the <laughs> And then I have to go back and start all over. So we seem to have more tolerance for it in a, uh, a, a literary medium, right. I think. Yeah. Uh, but actually, maybe you've heard that there is a, uh, a lawsuit that uh, the publishing holders of Choose Your Own Adventure, which are humorously entitled Choose Secco. Yeah. Which sounds like choose your own prosecco <laughs> um th- that apparently netflix like tried to negotiate the rights to use the term choose your own adventure mm-hmm. so then they like got shut down but then they used the term choose your own adventure anyway oh so choose secco has filed a lawsuit against netflix and mm-hmm. i just kind of feel like dang netflix that is bold and flagrant of you we'll just deal with this later <laughs> but I was a scaredy cat of a youth. Hmm. The Choose Your Own Adventure books frightened me. Yep. I remember playing early PC games, and whenever bad stuff would happen, I would I would run away from the computer. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I wish you were there. I wish you were my big brother. <laughs> no, we're going to play another song. We are. This is a brand new single from X-Hex.
few things make a guy feel like a radio DJ than talking over a track that he is fading out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, no, the track just fades out by itself, but... Yeah, that was Cosmic Cave by X-Hex. And I one, I noted, I don't think there was a hook in that song. Mm. Uh, two, Cosmic Cave sounds like a locale in a choose-your-own-adventure novel. <laughs> it's true. It's a funny name. Uh, I think in contrast to the Priest song that we heard earlier in this podcast, X-Hex's sophomore album sounds like a whole bunch more X-Hex that we already know and love. Yeah. You know, it's got that kind of late 70s guitar rock, really like easygoing, you know, easy to digest, fun, dance around the house. Some phaser. Yeah. Uh, XX's sophomore album, It's Real. It's almost here. It's out on March 22nd via Merge Records. You can pre-order it now on Bandcamp and then you get this single in your digital life. We were actually looking at the Bandcamp page while we were playing the song, noting that as of the time of this recording, 51 people have pre-ordered this album, which is, I think, pretty awesome in this era of streaming. And I realized that probably these people are pre-ordering the vinyl because there's two different sets of vinyl that are coming out for this album, a regular vinyl and like a special vinyl, peak vinyl. I don't even know what that means. Peak vinyl. Yeah, whatever. It's, you know, yeah. So uh, that's what you got to do. If you're one of those vinyl people, you got to go and pre-order this stuff right now. XX is Mary Timoney of Helium, Autoclave, and Wild Flag. Oh, gosh. Wild Flag. So close to my heart. I love that band. That was a great band. Also, Betsy Wright of Batfangs and Laura Harris of The Aquarium and The Death Valley Girls. That is a super group right there. That Batfangs record, by the way, I feel like was kind of XX 1.5. Yeah. Yeah. So if this is what you like, get some Batfangs in your life as well. Two notes about XX's Bandcamp page. One, let me just read a quote from someone who left a comment. Yeah. XX is back and your brain better be ready. <laughs> Love it. Two, uh, they have some shows coming up in April. And one of those shows is at a philadelphia venue called union transfer Mm -hmm. and back when i was a student at the university of delaware yep by the way that is my thing i just put i love placing the emphasis on the last syllable yeah that sounds weird back back (laughs) (laughs) but uh i signed up for emails from union transfer and i still get them because they don't have an unsubscribe button at the bottom that. That. that should be illegal i think it is i mean i don't i don't know isn't there was isn't isn't there some web consortium the ww3c or something like that i'm pretty sure that nothing involving email is illegal you would think that if anything's going to be illegal it's the people from nigeria it's, that well, want to scam your about money to say, I was about to say like so the nigerian prince is doing nothing wrong <laughs> pretty much <laughs> nothing with directly involving the email it's really about the fraud um speaking of xx's tour dates xx will be headlining the 930 club here in beautiful Washington, D.C. on May 10th. And the opening band for that show is the Mesthetics. Surf Shred. Oh, that's going to be an awesome show. Paul, in our in our notes, you wrote, Yas! Exclamation point. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> I'm excited about that show. I really love the Mesthetics. And seeing them on the 930 Club stage is going to be amazing. And then XX will play. And I will be very happy. And you're, you're really good at predicting your own future. <laughs> when it involves 930 Club shows, I am, in fact, pretty good at predicting the future. And I'm going to predict that we're going to play another song. 
Well, let's see. <laughs> as, I mean, as the uh, producer of this podcast, I think that's up to me. It is true. But if Tony agrees to it, the next song is by TK Echo. Fade My Mind is the advance single from the self-titled debut EP by TK Echo that is out on January 25th on Discord Records. TK Echo is a supergroup 
featuring Chris Richards of Q&U and Paint Branch on guitar and Vox. Fiona Griffin of At At It on keys and Vox. Aaron Letko of Protect You on bass and Josh Blair of Super System on drums. And we all also know that Chris Richards is the pop music critic at the Washington Post. And the big discrepancy in my mind when listening to Chris Richards' music and then reading his column is that sometimes I will sing his uh, <laughs> writing yep. in his voice. So it's like, this album's good, <laughs> but it could be better. <laughs> Makes total sense. I love it. Uh, yeah, that song is really catchy. Really dig that song. I honestly have been wondering what this band sounds like. They have been playing shows now for a couple years. I saw them. I haven't been able to see them yet. So I've been very curious. And now that the, the single is out and soon the three songs will be out. And hopefully I will get to see them live. For example, at their EP release show, which is going down on Saturday, January 26th at Rhizome in Tacoma Park, along with Spine which is Freak Punk featuring members of Cool People Saturday Night, The Cradle, and Knife Wife. So there you go. And that almost takes us to the end of this episode of the Hometown Sounds Podcast. Please subscribe to it. Please get all your cool friends to subscribe to it. Leave a review. Yeah, leave a review. Uh, do all the great stuff. Follow us on social media. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram is at Hometown Sounds. The website is hometownsoundsdc.com. We've got music videos, show recommendations, and of course, this podcast. We have an email address. It's DJ at hometownsoundsdc.com. So that means send us your music and yeah. we will think about playing it. <laughs> I mean, that sounds weird, but you know what I mean. Yeah. No, it's just be in touch. Right. Exactly. We love you. Right. But of course, the important thing is to support the musicians that you've heard on this podcast by buying their music. And seeing them play live. And yay, live music. Yay. We have one last track for you on the, this episode of all bangers, all big releases. This is Gauche. They just signed to Merge Records. Dang. I know. Pretty awesome. The song is called Conspiracy Theories. This is another supergroup. This is Danielle Danielle from Priests, who started out the podcast. Also, Mary Jane Regalado from Downtown Boys, who lives in Providence, Rhode Island, and Jason P. Barnett. There's also a bunch of other musicians that sort of rotate in and out of this group. Their debut EP, which was called Get Away With Ghost, came out back in 2015 on the Sister Polygon Records label, which, of course, is Priest's label. Ghost has a full-length album, which is going to come out later this year, and they are doing a tour in late March that finishes up in D.C. on April 5th at the hot new DIY spot Dwell that I have not yet been to. To me, that's an odd name for a venue, and you could have called it Dwelling. <laughs> so this song, Conspiracy Theories, is pretty much all about Pizzagate. and uh, Which has been thoroughly debunked. Oh, I mean, one, uh, so thoroughly. It's ridiculous. So uh, there, there's, there's nothing weird going on at Comet. No, there there's isn't some, even a basement. There's not even a basement. There is a back room where they have a lot of really awesome live music, uh, which is great. And so I, I was remarking about how the DC music community in particular has a real axe to grind about Pizzagate because it was an attack on one of the coolest places to see live music in DC. And that sucked. Also, they have good pizza and ping pong. So uh, there you go. And before we roll out, Paul, can you give me a definition of gauche? Oh boy. It's like when you did something, but you shouldn't have, 
uh, like when you wear something wrong or where you you were impolite or something. Like Homer Simpson wearing that Rasta hat to uh, Lollapalooza? Yes, that's that, gauche. Okay, did Very I nail good. it? Yep, totally nailed it. Cool. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Paul. And we will see you all next time. <laughs>